Flogcast may occasionally contain explicit content that makes it not safe for work or for minors. It also doesn't provide an excuse to use the same words on Bay 13. Normal Bigfooty rules still apply. This is the Flogcast for round 12. I'm the membership microwaver from Richmond Starburns, and this week I'm joined by our favourite member of the Geelong Cheer Squad and poster on the Geelong board, Teach. We are Geelong, the greatest team of all, and we're from Tiger Land, the fighting team of Tiger Land. We beat the bye. Shame Carlton couldn't. Our resident St Kilda flogger, who's not melting at all after this week, Cookson. He who was tired of Ghostbusters is tired of life. What the fucking St Kilda? They won within the last pitch. Come on. We'll get there, we'll get there. Calm down. Dude, this is just the intros, okay, man? He's a bit excited, isn't he, to teach? <laughs> they must have had a big win. And getting a bit gooey forward to goey. And from Collingwood, we have Morgs. Good evening. And, of course, our resident member of the Hawthorne Goo Brigade penal. I poured spot remover on my dog. Now he's gone. Don't get ahead of yourself, dickhead. I'm here. All right, let's begin with goo or tears. Who wants to go first? Teach. Oh, well, okay, I'll go first. Magnificent win by the Catters, the Twin Towers of um, Reece Stanley. Thank you very much, Cookie, for, uh, <laughs> for trading him to us. Cookie and Blixarves just ripped Port Adelaide to bits. So that was uh, that's my goo. I'll go next because my tears are from that same game and my tears are commentary again. And last week it was Basil. This week's not as bad, but my tears are Bruce McAvaney. Because Wingard had a fantastic game. He 27 and Ford, which was awesome. He was brilliant. He tried to keep Port in the game, did everything he could. But when he was doing things, Bruce said Rioli-esque or Cyril-esque or whatever. No, what Rioli does is now Wingard-esque because Wingard has gone past Rioli Suck on that hodgepodge. Oh, He's a superior. Turn it up. Yeah, and that's my tears for fucking Bruce McAvaney and his man crush. Fair enough. I had nothing else to think of. My guru is Jack Stephen, who managed oh, to. Oh, didn't he play well? Managed to just stroll away from a contest with 40 seconds to go, or there or thereabouts, get the ball forward, get the ball again, and kick it forward, which leads to a match winning goal right at the last. He's mowing down Joel Selwood. Oh, yeah. Well done, everyone. He, he's gone Except past Selwood. He, he didn't actually play against Joel Selwood, so... But, yeah, you're right, Cookie. He was amazing in that last minute. Morgs or penal? I've got some goo. And it might as well just be for Dugowie, as always. And his tackle, which led to a goal, which led to his injury and subsequent tears when he was subbed. But it was still fantastic. He did play well. He played very well. He did play well. Once again, proving that he's better than Kanye Turner, who is spudding it up in the VFL. So, yeah. Concerning for you. 
Oh, yeah, I, I watched him play on Sunday. Well, apparently I did. I'd never seen him once. <laughs> he was on He was on the ground, apparently. He was bowling people over. That's why he didn't notice. He doesn't win the ball. No, he really wasn't. He wasn't bowling anybody over. And um, Werribee, who are North's second side, I guess, their um, VFL side, pulled a North and let us kick 10 goals in a quarter and lost. <laughs> Penals. I've got a bit of goo. I'm goo. Oh, it's new. I'm gooey. Oh, for... Well, yeah, are we surprised about this? Well, there is no Hawthorne well, this week, so yeah. We're... Well, yeah. Morgs, Morgs is gooey for Dugowie. I'm gooey for the Gold Coast because <laughs> they... they... <laughs> Plagiarized again. <laughs> you had Let him finish. Let him finish. They were excellent this week. They deserve to win against Frio. Very unlucky not to not to win. I think they're on the right track. Uh, Eats cleaning out their culture, and they have taken their deserved spot at the top of the uncontaminated ladder. I think you you full of shit there, Panel. Um, no, they have broken. Yeah. The 35 week stranglehold that Hawthorne have had on number one place in the power rankings. If any okay. team was going to knock us off the power rankings, I'm glad it was Gold Coast. They deserve it. Nah, fuck them. They're a bunch of weeks. Nah, let's start with that game because Penal's put us on there. We we're going to start with the close one, but we will start with Gold Coast Frio. It was played in the wet conditions um, up on the Gold Coast. They were brave. Oh. Nah, brave's a bad yeah, word. But, but... What, what happens when you're a good side? And you're up against someone who's really trying hard against you. You still win, and that's what Fremantle did. Yeah, they did, and but they didn't kick straight. Why doesn't that happen when Fremantle face us? <laughs> they rest all <laughs> their players. But it was actually reasonable. I, I'm a big fan of wet weather footy, even though even if it is Frio and it's kind of ugly. But you know, six seventeen to seven goals for they should have been smacked, but they weren't. Yeah. Well, they just uh, you know they just. They just keep winning, and I'm like you, Starburns. I um, I like uh, weather football. We get that many, many times down at Kidney Park, and um, Is that from they, the uh, on the ground. Shut up, you. You know they um, they just know how to win. They they find a way to win, and so uh, even though Gold Coast they lifted this week, I'm sure because they were like. Oh, we're last on the ladder. We've got to do everything we possibly can to win and suck a fat one. You didn't. I'm I'm really surprised that you're finding so many positives for Freo out of this game. I mean, this was came after the Richmond loss, and this is now genuinely concerning for Freo. Uh, the bye couldn't have come at a better time because they're badly out of form. But they are, oh, and they're, they're struggling. And hopefully, they stay out of form for another week after the bye. They still have to face St Kilda twice. <laughs> Two danger games. That's concerning. Two losses there. Yeah. So, fuck, I'd like to face St Kilda twice in the next uh, month. Yeah, but you don't have a hoodoo against them. This would be like you facing Hawthorne in a game that mattered. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I, I reckon Frio will be lucky to scrape into fourth and they'll probably go out in straight sets again. Could that, that, on, that would be on current form. Did Pav do anything this week? No Bronxies for Pav? His nose probably acted as a shelter for Valentine, maybe. Hiding from the rain. That's where he was hiding. I like a nice pav, um, you know, <laughs> especially if it's got strawberries and kiwi fruit. It's a very old people dessert. Mm. It is. Yeah, well, I'm fucking old. <laughs> what do you want? 
Well, that's what I was getting at. Do, do we have anything more on that game? Look, the, the Suns—they're getting a few—they're getting a few players back soon, so maybe they'll—maybe they'll turn their season into something somewhat respectable. They do have Carlton next week, so that's as good a place as any to start. Oh, they'll fucking smack him. You'd think so, but yeah, anything else out of that apart from that? The Suns are top of the power rankings and bottom of the contaminated power rankings. Also known as yeah. AFL ladder. <laughs> Second bottom, they were good enough to uh, snatch 17th from Carlton based on percentage because they lost. Oh, their, their, their percentage got a boost with a five-point loss. You know you're struggling when, you get, when you're losing games and getting percentage boosts. Yeah, this shit. Well, yeah, speaking yeah. of shit, some team forgot the fundamental rule of football, which is to put men back. And that team, of course, is Melbourne Demons, who once again found a new way to break the hearts of their supporters. Well, isn't it fantastic that Paul Roos, the King of Flood, does not have a plan B ready to go into action to chuck the entire team behind the ball? What a great finish that was to that game, eh, hey, Cookie? It just tumbled over the back and Montagna got it and bang! Sainers win. What a you just saw it on all of the um all, all of the St Kilda supporters behind the goals. They were just they were they were off their pitch. They thought it was fantastic. But St Kilda, the second most favoured team by the umpires in the competition this year, won the free kick count. Oh, did they win the free kick? They should have had more free kicks. Moral victory for Melbourne. They tanked. Uh, Fuck them. Did St Kilda actually win the free kick count? They did. This way. Yeah, so... Whoa. That's because we were first to the ball, and we were dominating... Oh, yeah, where, where the fuck's that excuse when you lose it? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you, you're full of excuses now. <laughs> like, oh, we're first to the ball. But last week, you, you, you lost a free kick count, and it was like, oh, we're getting raped That's by the umpires. Corfon, Corfon are fogs. Who do sniping behind the wall? <laughs> Continuous holding and grappling. Now we are. Are you, are you channel? Are you channeling Flagger? <laughs> the script we all get with our membership. Right? You oh, get keyrings. We get a list of excuses to do for the umpires. We only go the snipe against softest piss teams like North because we know they're too much of a <laughs> pussy team to fight back. Especially when there's no Kanye Turner, the toughest player on their list. The wrecking ball himself. Mm. Too bad he can't get the football. Or a game. Mm. Hogan looked like a jet. I mean, I'm sorry for all those tomboyed people, but fuck that. He's fucking shit. Hogan's the man. Tomboyed might turn out serviceable, but Melbourne did win that, clearly. Hogan is a beast. Hogan just has it, whatever it is. Yes, but it was a great game because you kind of got a traditional shootout. Uh, Rewalt, the wily veteran, doing it at one end, and Hogan, the new kid on the block, doing it at the other. Why are Melbourne wearing white jumpers? Because that's their clash, Guernsey. But yeah, it looked too similar was... to St Kilda, didn't it? No. Like, yeah, I'd I thought had, Melbourne was St Kilda and the other way around. Yeah, they, they... I had a couple of drinks and I was actually thinking that was St Kilda. And I'm like, fucking hell. They need a That's Clash Guernsey so with more blue on it because clearly one with red predominantly or with a bit of white on it and the red looks too similar to St Kilda, both of them. So they need one with actually yes. a blue that's not navy. Like, or... Just have a real vivid blue. Yeah. Straight out of the 1980s. No, hang on. We're not done on that game, Teach, because... Oh, well, fuck. Because in the aftermath, and it's been analysed to the nth degree, this 40 seconds of not putting the um, not putting a player behind the ball, but Paul Roos took responsibility. Yes, he did. He said, 
it was my fault. Yes, which it? hasn't happened for a while. I would argue that... It also hasn't happened in two years at Essendon, <laughs> in James Heard. <laughs> I would argue that maybe Paul Roos should have to take responsibility this week. I mean, your players should be smart enough to know, hmm... We'll flood men back after getting a match-winning goal. I mean, so you're saying he only takes responsibility when it's obviously not his fault? Yes. Oh. But no, the, the well, players this... were saying. Bernie Vince came out and said he thought there were still three minutes to go. So obviously there was something wrong with like the runners not getting the message out from the coaches' box that there were 40 seconds. Well, left. they can't count very well. They've been taking counting lessons from Travis Cloak. Fuck and... off. <laughs> if, if they had a watch as big as mine, they'd know how long was left. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't think we can bring that into the stadium. Let's stick that on the scoreboard. That watch. But seriously, they've been they've been parking the bus for a fucking year, and they couldn't do it for forty seconds. What is wrong with them? Shit house. Yeah, good question. Absolutely good question. Tumpus played a good game though, which is you know they might have actually un. Jack him. Watts did Jack Watts things. He looked good for three quarters. Last quarter gets tackled, misses an obvious shot. Thank fuck for Jack Watts. Any awkward, it was any probably the most exciting. It was probably the most exciting game of the round. Oh yeah, easy. Yeah. So, um, all right, let's move on. Yep. Morgan. Yes. Take us through the uh, the Collingwood uh, GWS game. Oh, my two favourite teams playing each other it was just great. So, my I'm two favourite teams. Do you, do you like GWS? Where have you been? Not every. Yes, not everyone like hates the expansion clubs like you teach. Oh, yeah. That's ridiculous. Oh. Oh. Get over it. I like them. Anyway, so I thoroughly enjoyed Sunday. It was a very good game by Collingwood. They were challenged at times, and after a couple of players went down, Cloak decided he would provide and kick some junk time goals, and we smashed them. My, my favourite part was where for the first three quarters on the ground prior to junk time, Cloak was where Jesse White was where Jesse White was the um, best forward on the ground. No, he really was. It was his hundredth game, and he played quite well, Jesse. And he does that every I don't know, three or four weeks. He'll provide for a quarter or so and give you that well, little spark that you think he can be something. So more like every fucking thirty to forty weeks. He, no. he so he's got weight like potential then. He oh, not th- to that extent, but he. Yeah, do- yeah, but he you does still got that Neanderthal up forward. <laughs> I kick, I kick, uh, one, two, uh, more than, more than three. How many goals I kick? Cloak would have looked at Haynes in that last quarter and just gone, "I eat you." <laughs> I, I eat you. <laughs> And Haynes would have just got out of the way. Hilarious. So he's kicked 12 in two weeks, Travis, uh, and he's only going at 70% according to Bucks. So when he gets up to 100%, watch out, fuckers. He's still a dopey cunt. So he won't get the ball oh, back. Oh, well, you're coming at us now, are you? Oh, we're coming at all of you from the top four. That's where we're coming from. Yeah, you finally beat a team in the um, eight. We did. So fuck off, pups. We have beaten the top four side. We've also beaten the side from interstate, but that would make it the third one. So you can shove your shitty thread up your ass and enjoy looking at the ladder. I'm sensing a bit of aggression here. Mm. Oh, yeah. I'm sensing you, tension. You're always firing. Every time not... we have one, you, you, you're Hashtag tension. There's yeah, no tension there. Tension. There's no tension there. The thing is that I'm not able to get my melts out at the football lately because my team's so fucking good. 
that I have nothing to melt over at the football. You so, can melt while winning. It's good enough for bugger. Yeah, well, that's good enough. You know, so you just shout, shout when you're winning. Well, I am, but it's not melting. It's not the same. It doesn't give you that same, I don't know, there's something missing. So I'm saving it for pups. I'm feeling a bit of melt right here just between you and me. Oh, relax, Cookie. Shit, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be your boyfriend. <laughs> I will say this, though. I mean, Giants, they need their key defenders back. No, you're right. They do. Those key backs, they need them back if they want to do something because otherwise they're going to slide like the Suns last year. I mean, the midfield's fine. Forward line's pretty much perfect, but mm. it's really stopping them from being good. Indeed. Anything else? No. Yeah, Wits was good against Mumford. That was surprising. Yeah, yeah, it's surpri- really yeah, surprising he's yeah, good he at was all. Right. Oh, not surprising he was good at all. Fuck off. He's not that bad. <sighs> but but he wasn't. I expected him to be monstered, and he wasn't. Tell that bitch to chill. Chill out, bitch. He's certainly no Jonathan Segler. You need. You should be looking to trade him to Essendon because they are that fucking desperate for a ruck. And, but what am I going to get for it? I don't want anything they have. They will probably. Well, they might sell you something. Yeah, you a lot. get a crammer. Anyone. Cramery's good. They will sell you some Cramery plays for the dogs, Teach. Where have you been? Maybe you can get Jake Carlisle so you've got a fit version of Reed or something. Fuck off. Reed played on the weekend. He played VFL and he didn't die. So <laughs> we're moving forward. And also, Greenwood played as well, had 18 disposals in a quarter. Lol, so... Lorf. Ha ha. Um, ha ha. Let's, let's move on uh, to, well, the Cats tore the puffers apart on Friday night. Hey. Hey. Hey, 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 cats, oh, cats, oh, man. I want to be a cats, oh, man. Man. He's the cat man. Do you want to be that weird cat yeah. supporter? He, he wants we to be We ripped them to shreds. I couldn't believe it. I, I sat there and I was watching it on the TV thinking, all right, you know, I, I have to sit here and I have to watch it because um, – you know, um, <clears throat> what, what else is there to do in Geelong on a Friday night? I don't live in Geelong. Right hey, he didn't he wasn't allowed to watch the footy where he teach? Didn't she say you couldn't watch it this week? No, no, I could watch it to to, to a point. And um, oh, that's that's <clears throat> that's lucky for you. <laughs> yes, and we we were off the scale. The cats were fantastic, and. Um, Stan the Man Stanley and Mark Blixavs were just fantastic. And all, all of our younger players, uh, like Guthrie and um, Darcy Lane, they just turned the game. What, what's going on with Port? I mean, ordinarily, I would, thought, I, I, I would have thought that Port would have ripped us to shreds. But they, 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 were and they cannot win at the Portress. They beat the dogs there. I think that's it. It's just run they, around. They were support. terrible. But and, I said um, some real fucking spuds in their team. Like, fucking Tom Clury. Like, who the hell is that? And Ricky Pettard or whatever the fuck his name is. Jasper Pitter. Oh, he's, he's horrendous. And they, they keep saying they live with his mistakes. Like, and this is a constant defense of him. They live with his mistakes because he does good. He does, you know, he does other things where he provides run and carry. When? He's a fucking poor man suckling. He... Now go back and listen to the past few episodes <laughs> of where I talk about Matt suckling, and when I'd say he's a fucking poor man suckling, you know what that means, right? 
Yeah, he, no, I, I would go further to say he's even worse than that. He is... He's like Sam Gilbert. He does one good thing, then 20 things where you go, you're a fucking idiot. Why are you in the team? He, he does one good thing, and then he does a 16-year-old. <laughs> well, not, not, not only did I, um, did I uh, actually get to jump up in the lounge room and, uh, and go, oh, catters, we've won. Um, I got a root. <laughs> so, so it was a wind hill round. Oh, yeah. It was a great night. <laughs> she let you watch the football and you got some. Congrats, Teach. Yes, exactly. Yes. But fortunately for Teacher's girlfriend, when Teacher's mind was fixed, did you like shout out like, oh, Stanley or oh, Fick loves when doing it? I'm, I'm not that stupid. <laughs> I was thinking it. I was thinking it, but I didn't say it. I just want to say on this vlogcast, I said Geelong would win. Teach did not. Yes, I think I've did. supported, I've supported yes. Geelong on this vlogcast more than you, Teach. Yep. Last week, I, uh, I went past the, um, uh, the, the the quotes, and you did. You actually said Geelong were going to win. So, Cookie's Geelong bandwagon um, is in full swing. Premiership, here we come. Teach oh. needs to spend less time on Richmond's bandwagon and more time on Geelong's. Yeah, Cookie's driving the Geelong train at the moment, but yeah, it was it was a good game. It was probably one of the more exciting ones of the round, apart from the close finish. But yeah, Porter concerning Geelong. Geelong just keep hanging in there every time we think they're going to slide, and this year really looked like it with some of the early results. They keep finding games like this, and the Puffers. Are, well, if there wasn't teams like North or Gold Coast struggling. Um, the puffers and Essendon, the puffers would be really, really under the microscope. We we've got an easy run coming now. Next week we play Melbourne, and um, based on your year though, play. you're likely to lose that one. Nah, we'll we'll beat Melbourne. We will. But um, it's uh, it's it's funny uh, that we'll probably end up in the in in the eight, and um, we don't deserve to be there because we're not that good. But uh, I think we'll end up there in the bottom half of the eight. Who are you going to replace that's currently in the eight, GWS? Yeah, GWS are going to bomb out. No, I, 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 can, I can see that as, as if their injury list stays long. We will, we will come to those predictions later, though. But let's move on if we've got nothing else on Puffers Geelong. And, well, Lol North losing to the Colas. <laughs> not really surprising. No, not at all. Um... And was anyone surprised about the classless North fans? Jack Zebel laid it out there. He said he expected them to have more class, and then they told him, no, we're North, we have no class. Uh, I think it was just a reverse troll. He wanted to get him riled up, so they all booed. But obviously he can't go out and say, I hope everyone boos. I kind of hope that North would, uh, would win that game, but Sydney have got too much forward felt firepower. What? And... Yeah, but... um, it, it's really hard for what, any Reed. Of Reed, Tippett. Sydney are uh, carried guy? by their oh. midfield and Buddy. That's it. Buddy, like, yeah, yeah. You know they they got they've got too much forward firepower. Look at them. No, they've they've literally got, only got Buddy. They've got down Buddy there, and a bunch and of decoys. carried by their midfield. It's Franklin carrying two spuds. That's pretty much what it is. Mm, and and goods. Yeah, but someone's got to ca- someone's got to cover the spuds, and if they don't, then the spuds are going to kick goals. 
Matt Chippen couldn't score in a brothel at his rate. <laughs> Sam Reed, he couldn't get laid if it was the last man on earth. That's the rate he's scoring at. The Reeds are an interesting case. You've got you've got Sam Reed, whose body holds together, but has no talent. You got Ben Reed with plenty of talent, and his body's basically brittle. Like if you put them together, you actually might have a semi-serviceable footballer. But isn't this why people have multiple children? Like, surely we could have merged them together. Like, Sam's fucking useless. Ben's being wasted. It's not mm. fair. I'm sure uh, Caitlyn Jenner can give them some advice on, like, how to start a new life as a one new person. Right? Jack Watts is more likely to take that. What else do we have on Sydney versus North? Nick Del Santo came out said said, uh, Boomer's going to play on next year, and he's apparently their best player. <laughs> All of North's best players are over 30, though. So I think that sure. proves that going to North makes you fucking delusional. Mm. North is like country kitchen buffet, pretty much. I, I, I don't find many of his posts amusing most of the time, but I did laugh today when Jade's made a comment about North and how they would be targeting in the off-season Chris Newman and uh, someone else. But they'll get the I ball actually, around I every actually, time. I, I, I really like the Mahami. I, I, I think it's a bad play. I think he's a little shit. <laughs> well, you can go and get fucked. He's a cunt. Uh, he's, he's, he's a dick. Yeah. Well, you can all go and get fucked. He's got a Napoleon complex. He's Sorry, majority fuck. rules, Teach. You can get what? fucked. Why do you stand up for him, Teach? He's the one thing between you and your dream girl. <laughs> you're, you're his dream girl, Penal. Let's not lie. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just like him. I just think he's a really... Right, footballer. We're not talking about him as a footballer. We're talking about him as a person. Yeah, no, he's and he's and he's a selfish footballer too. He doesn't play team first football. This is why he's going to play at North till he breaks that fucking oh, record. Well, he, okay, well he can go get fucked then, and I'll uh, take his misses. Ew, I think no, no one else will. <laughs> they will be pushing him onto the Sam, Sam Reed, might. Sorry, here we go. <laughs> the anticipate. Yeah, he said it. Jade said. Anticipate signings of Chris Newman and Matthew Boyd for North next year. So that's probably something to actually watch because I can see that happening. Just Ferrito's Ferrito's done. Who, who else can we get in? You know? Why? Ferrito's not 40 yet. He can't be done at North. <laughs> oh, he's as slow as a fucking, you know, truck with a bust, busted axle. You don't, you don't have to be good. You just have to be old. That's yes, it. that's true. Yeah, have... Fucking, fucking Zebel, Cunnington, delist those cunts. They're not old enough. Let's see if we can get fucking Richie Vandenberg out of retirement. Yeah. Greenwood, no, he's no good. Let's see if we can get a 40-year-old. So also, Fletcher's moving to North. Yeah. Oh, breaking news. He'll, he'll play another 10 when I When I was too old and I was playing football, I, I was really slow, so I just used to bash people. Teach, you teach. You can be Jack Zebel. You can replace Jack Zebel. Go to Nord- that sounds like, that sounds like Boomer Harvey, except that Boomer's still got a bit of pace, but he still whacks people and tries to choke them and stuff. Um, it sounds like everything Kanye Turner wishes he was. <laughs> in, in 20 years. He'll get there. He'll get there. The only thing he can't do is get older quicker. But, or actually be good at football, which he's not at that either. Anyway, anything, anything else on the North Coles game? This has been a great North bashing session, guys. I love it. It was was pretty good to see Waite and Higgins lose them the game. That was pretty interesting. Waite's been shitful. He does need to get relegated to the pond scum category of the X's. Um, I think that's time. 
He's, he's, not, he's not pulling his weight. He's not realising his potential. He's... He might stay in North's team, but if we could drop him from the X's, we would. Because, mm. well, if he's not kicking goals, he's no good to us. Um, it's just one extra player, passenger. Dan made quite a lot of noise for just, like, one person booing at good, so <laughs> kudos to Dan. But, yeah, North are in a tricky state at the moment, and we'll come to we'll come to media predictions and such later, but it'll be interesting to see where they end up. 12th. They'll end up 12th. Well, we'll come to the latter. But let's let's move on to the last game, which was West Coast. Well, they they put up some big winning margins over in the West, and Essendon just let them. James Hurd's basically given up as a coach. Didn't, you know, playing against Nat Nui? Oh, I'd pick a Ruckman, even if they are shit. Um, Essendon scum are fucking hopeless. And, you know, you could put your, um, you know, your under-10s, Against them, and you'd win. They, they're not even play, they're not playing to win. They're not playing for their coach, which is fucking hilarious. Um, their list was never all that good to begin with. You know, fucking drugs and shit. They've been overhyped as well. They've been carrying Asada burdens to motivate them, and now that's gone. They just, you know, sometimes it does take an extra motivation. They've had drugs and they've had Asada motivations, and now they're coming down in many like, respects. Do you get rid of what? <laughs> Beating Hawthorne by what two seconds, and Adam Schneider not being a complete dickhead in the goal square. And they're they down win. with Brisbane. They're as good as they're worse than Brisbane, pretty much. Oh, they're percentage ahead of Brisbane, but yeah. It just um, shows how fucking rigged the fixture is because we got them when they were on their fucking we won. Uh, Asada got defeated by the tribunal. High oh, fucking cunts. And if they, they, they sus- were up and about. If they got suspended, you were playing a team of fucking VFL players. So yeah, but so Penal, was everyone. Was exactly oh, everyone right. the, the, the fixture is so weighted. Um, look at in, look at fucking Collingwood. They haven't I played anyone I don't, good. I don't the only good weighted, team they've beaten is North, and Collingwood shouldn't be in the top four. Nah, North North aren't fuck a good team. Penal. Shut up, shut up, Morgan. Um, no, Poonall's right. Uh, oh, the, I... fixture, the fixture is fucked. Oh, did I pick yeah. on your boy? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shut up and let Poonall talk. Oh, goo. <laughs> this, well, that's the reason why it's called a fixture, not a, hmm, let's make everything even, or a fucking whatever it's meant to be called. Can we stop talking about the fucking fixture and talk about how <laughs> shit Essendon are and that West Coast might actually be... You know, they're burying teams and flat-tracking over a few, but they actually might be decent at the same time. They've got avenues to goal. They're not so reliant on Prittis in the midfield anymore. And despite their injuries down back, they're holding all right there. I reckon the injuries have probably been a blessing in disguise because it means Adam Simpson would have to be a bit creative with the team and therefore it's leading to them winning. And they're, they're attacking because they know they can't defend to a win. Yeah. Well, Penal um, won't be happy with you telling you uh, telling him that British uh, is not good anymore. I'm not saying he's not good. I'm saying he doesn't have to carry them. Like it's no longer all British. Don't speak bird. for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, just, bitch. Just no. Just because you're my bitch doesn't mean you have to speak for me. <laughs> Lovers tip. Oh, I feel, like I, I feel like I've started a fight. Sorry, guys. Did I say tension before? Because fuck. <laughs> fucking stuck up for you, and then you're fucking knifing me in the back. Welcome to every marriage. <laughs> um, do we have anything else on West Coast Essendon? Uh, uh, Tim Watson, I think, has called Essendon as worse than us. So, Brendan Goddard, eat shit, you dipshit. 
Yeah, isn't that delicious? He left and he's at a team that's probably worse. And, you know, Carlisle's probably going to walk because he doesn't like where he's getting played. And clearly there's more to come from that. And it's awfully painful. And, well, you reap what you sow. Hi, Kool-Aid drinkers. How does it taste now? Calm as a bitch. How does it taste now? It's delicious. <laughs> it is delicious. Mm. It's delicious for us. Yeah. Yes, for the 17 non-cheating teams, it's quite delicious. Hey, fucking Fremantle and Collingwood, fuck off. There's only 15 <laughs> non-cheating teams. Injunction, injunction. All right, well, that is as good a note as to move on from because Crowley got a year and, I don't know, I for one think that's pretty fucking piss poor. I personally think he shouldn't have been suspended at all because Crowley being out has meant Ross Lyon has had to play actual midfielders instead of playing Crowley, which means Frio are better. So Crowley, come back, make Frio a bit shit. Well, that would be the ultimate troll if Ross brought him back at grand final week, a bit like how he brushed Stephen Baker back in that grand final. Well, he fucking would and all that dipshit instead of playing an actual what? footballer. That would make me laugh, but I still think he should have got more than a year. Like, fucking, I don't give a shit if he was on methadone. You failed yeah, a test. I'm inside, drink the wrong fucking protein shake man i think he got a year because he accepted a provisional suspension or something from last year or something and they took that into account yeah but he gets back for the grand final that's so it's still still only 12 months mm. so hopefully yeah. that means the collingwood boys get a year and they're back for our grand final this year but no their, their, defen- their defense is going to be we didn't get the pure cocaine so please let us off we can't, and they can't no, afford but they tested positive in february so even if you guys make the grand final which you won't because you won't even win a fucking final in the first week. They might not even win the pop. You don't need to defend him, Teach. He can speak for himself. No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm backing up penal. <laughs> of course you, you are. Uh, You're always you might not even up. make in the uh, top eight. Just like Morgs is always backing up go you pups. <laughs> Yeah, you do. I've noticed that. What? Yeah. Are you are you drunk? And KP and Duritz as well. Like, there's that little group that they've got. Fuck off. Queen Bee Morgs. <laughs> Don't forget our top. The only one I back up is KP. The others, they can go elsewhere. <laughs> You're the teriyaki cat of the bay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a flog panel. <laughs> Um, Don't you go after anything else, on, any, yeah, anything else on Crowley? Do we, we happy with the ban or are we not? Do we hope he plays in the grand final? Do we not? We're assuming this way. We're assuming Freo will reach the grand. Well, he final. can play prelim week as well. We're assuming they're going to reach prelim week. The only way that this would be more delicious is if he plays in the grand final and the West Coast board goes into complete meltdown. That would be brilliant. They'll already be in meltdown after Prius wins Brownlow too. <laughs> I don't reckon he's done anything that bad. Fucking failed a drug test. Yeah, well... We know, wanted to win Essendon, so... It's not like he took, you know, everything that the Essendon played. That's not for you to decide. That's for the fucking cunts who write the code. Like, they obviously have a good oh, reason well, for... Oh, okay, put... fuck off then. <laughs> Well, they obviously have a good reason for putting methadone in there, surely. It's not like they just said, oh, we don't want you taking that, so we're going to be cunts about it. They've probably gone, oh, there's a, re- there's a reason. I mean, amateur drug making on a house burn in East Geelong doesn't mean you can write some codes for <laughs> anti-doping agencies. Doesn't make you qualified just because you've had a few drugs. Hmm. Remember, oh, kids. Jesus. Remember, kids, as they say down in Hawthorne, hugs, not drugs. <laughs> What do they say in Dingley, though? Uh, dump. Dispose of your sharps safely. What do they say in Dingley? They say, duck, smack the head. That's what happens there. Hey, Fred, look at the rubbish truck. 
Let's move on. A couple of re-signings this week. Dylan Shields not coming to Collingwood. No, he got booed. Along with all the other Giants players on Sunday. Yeah, the Co- Collingwood were very pissed off they couldn't get him. And everyone else on the Giants list from the sound of things, they're a racist bunch. Um, we're not racist. I gave him shit as he was running around. Yeah, Rory Sloan and Adam Sandilands also got deals. So Confirmed Collingwood not racist. We booed white people. He's a bit tanned. He's, he's tanned and not James Hurd way. Oh, natural tanned? Yes. But yeah, anything on those contract extensions. Sloan signing, I guess, is interesting. Sloan signed. Dangerfield has not. I know some Giants supporter, well, a Giants supporter, was on the St Kilda board trying to give shit, saying, oh, Dylan Shield signed. Ha 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 It's like one guy coming in is like, wow, you got to sign in. Mazel Tov, General Giant, or whatever the fuck your name is. Oh, yeah. He was on the Collingwood board last week, too. We're still getting fucking Trelaw from you, you dipshit. No, you're not. Collingwood's getting Trelaw. Well, the, uh, the news is that Dangerfield's going to come to Geelong. Oh, why? Would you want to? And for some, some, <laughs> the, the news some is that in the ad completely, completely insane reason we want to get Henderson from Carlton. Well, but then again, how? if you if you had have said you wanted Reese Stanley at this time last year, you would have called that insane too. Maybe you can turn him around. There's more to work with than Henderson than Stanley, that's for sure. Mm, I'd Stan, take Henderson. Stan the man is uh, playing out of his skin, no. so like, uh, maybe uh, maybe we get Henderson as well. Just just, just, just uh, wait. Where is Stanley right now? I mean, what happened to him on the weekend? Where is Stanley right now? He still only elevated himself to Ty Vickery or Jesse White levels. No, no, what, I, I don't know. No, 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 no. He has not. I mean, Provided Jesse White numbers get fucked. Yeah, well, no, 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 no. that's what only where he's at his best right now. He's still got to be more he got, he got, He's just gone past Kurt Tippett levels. Now he's offering. Stanley White. got injured, but his first half he was just playing out of his skin. That's and what happened so, to uh, Kilda. He played well, then he got injured, which ruined his momentum. Man, it was kind of shit. So on, the, on, on the flip side, what did we uh, trade him for? We traded him for the dirty rooter who went to Brisbane, and he's been shit. St Kilda drafted Hugh Goddard, who is not concerning, as has been discussed. Guys, I've heard it from a very good source that Dangerfield will be coming to the Hawks. <laughs> and that, uh, oh, here we go. And that North will be picking up uh, Nathan Van Berlo and James Podziadley, who fit the age profile of their <laughs> list perfectly. <laughs> oh, that's the best note to move on from. Let's go to the mid-season reviews. Since we've got a bit of time to just talk some shit, we're going to have some mid-season reviews. And this includes base 13 stuff. This includes football stuff. We'll begin with the base 13 stuff. So we'll go with Threat of the Year and Flog of the Year predictions. We should have a bit of an idea for it. Threat of the Year, I reckon, is the X's threat at the moment. And does anyone have any disagreements on anything else that stands out other than that? No, that's far and away number not until Ugak provides something, it's still the clubhouse leader. He's going to have to do something that tops Monopoly, though, I think. Yeah, but you know that he's a mad uh, scientist and he's just cooking something in the background. Mm. He's going to do something. I noticed that the commoners were quite critical of uh, Ugak's last effort <laughs> because it didn't quite hit the heights of the Monopoly. And I think Bender made the appropriate comment that um, Gary Ablett only got 30 disposals delisted. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that was so, the uh, U- U- Ugak is a victim of his own success, unfortunately. I will say Tomboy Deal Haters is also a very entertaining thread. Mm. But that one's a slow burn. That's got a Frio supporters, has Ross Lyon working out for your potential, which is just that one seesawing, like Pugger one thread of the week last week when he had no right to. But, you know, if Ross Lyon doesn't win a flag at Fremantle, Plugger's still got plenty of ammunition. That thread's neither backfire nor flog Shadamus. It's just vintage. It's just vintage. Like the Sean Makers one, because that one's coming back around. <laughs> Isn't it? <laughs> 
Fuck off. It's about kicking Sean. a bag. There's no real scope. He's failed as a Stupid defender. Sean Makers hasn't even got more goals than bloody uh, Sean Dempster. I'm not sure he's mowing anyone down. Flog of the year is wide open, and I'm going to say Brett. If he lasts the year, he's awful. No, I'm not going to go with Brett. He's managed to turn a thread about Travis Clerk being Levi Caswell into a comparison between, was it Jesse White and Ben Brown? And he's losing it, but he's gone full hodgepodge. Never go full hodgepodge when you lose an argument. You just get the fuck out of there. You don't You don't go around circles playing the fucking Pete repeat game. Short was laying the bitch lap down he on He was, him. but anyone else got a flog. Legend will always be in contention for that award, as long as he's posting. Morgs, come on. We know you've got some melts to dish out. No, because... No- Nobody supports my anger at pubs, so you can get fucked. <laughs> Teach? Well, of course, everyone's favourite, hodgepodge slash lethality, because he's just a fucking dipshit. He went full retard in that match thread as well on Friday night. <laughs> Didn't he just? Wingard <laughs> is better than Rioli. Mm. Cookson hasn't nominated, I don't think. I'll just go for Brett. No one's going to nominate Jades. I went Brett because I figured someone would say Jades. Who's going to win the Premiership and who's going to win the Brownlow will go round. Well, already? Yeah, we're going to have a punt because we're going to revisit. Like, uh, some of us tip Pufferfish. I think you tip North. Those aren't going to work out. Yeah, that, that, that fucked so up. So this is a chance to reassess. Teacher's been on six bandwagons. <laughs> Jump on a new one at... It's not going to make a difference. Don't get on mine. Fuck off. It's like I'm in a uh, an action movie where these bandwagons are just crashing in, into each other over the dust lines, and uh, I, I leap from one to the other, and uh, you know, I, I manage to stay alive. I think it's time you took some responsibility. You are causing this. Well, okay. Doesn't care. Fuck not given. I think it's time for <laughs> Teach to admit and get himself a Richmond membership and a North Melbourne membership. And a new microwave. Because you'll need it. Why don't I need my microwave? We, we, we don't microwave our um, memberships. Only Richmond people do that. <laughs> yes, Richmond people like one. you. Fucking hell, Teach. <laughs> oh, f- fuck all right. What am I tipping? Who do we think's going to win the flag from here? Are you still on North? <laughs> no. no yeah, so who's it going to be? Um, Shit, Teach, you're about as on the ball today. <laughs> is a dead seal. <laughs> Shut up, prick. All right, whilst he's thinking, I'm just going to go the safe option and say Hawthorne will get it done when it matters. Three P, and it's going to be an unbearable off-season. Purple poofs for me. I'm going to the swans. Hawthorne to romp at home. The bay will be covered in goo. My house will be covered in goo. I love it. <laughs> oh, I'm not going anywhere near yours. <laughs> you won't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be stuck to the wall in goo. It's big. Oh, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, fuck. Come on, you tigers. They're going to do it. Brown lobe tips. It has oh, to be Nat Fife. How hard is that? Nat Fife. Do we all think Fife? It would be It would be wrong of me not to say Pritis, so I'm going to say Fife will get suspended now between now and the end of the year and Pritis to get it done. Do we have any Smokies, then, if we're all on Fife, in case he does get suspended? Armitage could do it. Oh, Smokey, if Geelong win enough games in this run home play finals, the way he's been playing, I think Blixarves is a show, and this would be bizarre, but I think... Oh. That's bricks. He's in where it matters. He gets plenty of ball. He wins hit outs. He does he is, a lot of things that stand out. And he is everything Justin Westhoff wishes he was. <laughs> and he's been in the system. He's been playing AFL what three years, mm. and Westhoff's been around t- ten years. So 
I just shot my load. <laughs> Anyone else not tip the brown mark? Smoke. Print culture. <laughs> oh, fuck. Just quickly whilst we're here, Port North and the eight. Do either or both make the eight at the end of the year just quickly? I'm saying no on both counts now. No, I don't think so. They don't like they're tying together good enough form for either of them to make it. I think the only one of them can, and that's North, and Port won't. Uh, Port will not make it. Uh, North, I feel, will. I can see uh, Western Bulldogs and North Melbourne coming into the top eight for Collingwood and GWS from the current ladder. Get fucked. Yeah, you've forgotten about us, you dickhead. We're coming. <laughs> no, I didn't forget about you. You're just not going to win enough games. Yeah, we are. We're coming. When, when you say where, are you talking about Richmond or Geelong or North? Which where are you talking For about? yourself. Well. <laughs> Please be Geelong, more specific. Of you need to tell us that, Teach. You're on three bandwagons. Yeah, yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm driving the, the major Geelong bandwagon. As no, I'm driving it. I'm the one who supports Joel on this podcast. You're conducting the Tiggy train, Teach. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing driving the bandwagon, Cookie? You got off. I've been the one supporting Geelong. When you would say, oh, we're going to get fucking smashed, I'd be like, yes, Geelong will win, and they have won. Well, you got a point there. You did dippers in the last couple of weeks. And before we move on, because we're filling some time in again, we're going to go with mid-season report cards, Teach. Where are these teams at? The teams who are on the bye, and we'll begin with the Crows. C-. minus. They just don't seem to get the job done when they need to get it done. They have one in Melbourne, though. So yeah, and that's what matters. Oh, well, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it was only against Colin wood and carton so not really One's yeah, it doesn't matter you just got to do it it doesn't matter what you do you just got to do it doesn't matter who you beat over there doesn't matter who you beat here you just got to do it here how about bulldogs bulldogs i'll give them a b um because i think they're performing above what everyone thought that they would do but they're up and down they can play really well and they can just act like a bunch of shit they are the new north i would have given them a c for choke <laughs> hang on adelaide get a c for being seventh and the dogs get a b for being 11th okay don't argue with you, you must don't argue here. with the teacher's yeah. ranking. Yes, go and argue the power rankings if you're going to argue with sense, okay? Go into Roby's yeah. thread and tell him he's wrong. He just hit Richmond for the flag. There is no sense here. No You might be onto something. The Bryans. Oh, Bryans. F. <laughs> they're shit. It's a bit harsh when, they're like, when their entire team has their own medical world dedicated to them at the hospital. Yeah, but those players aren't very good anyway. I, I agree with Teach F. Yeah, those players fun. are all going fucking home doing beer anyway. <laughs> they're, they're just exposed at their depth is really bad, I, uh, like the Suns who have good depth. That's why they're ranked number one in the power rankings. Hawthorne. Can you give them a B plus? I think that they've struggled with injuries, but they've beaten all of the um, the top line teams that they need to beat. They lost to the Colas. I reckon they're going to come home in a rush. Carlton. Carlton F. <laughs> F <is> <laughs> No need to elaborate on that. I would have given him an E for Edelston. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, Richmond teach. Oh, Richmond. B plus. They're coming. They are coming. And let's see how it turns out. B plus for bandwagon plus? Yeah, yeah. You're not quite there yet. But... It sounds like Richmond aren't the only ones who are oh, yeah. coming. Yeah, so that's what I was going to say. Put your hand off it, teach. Leave me alone. I'm fucking barracking here. Question time. First one is, will Hurdy deliver a wooden spoon? to Essendon? No. no, because they've already won four games and Carlton won't win two. No. Yeah, my, my answer would have been no because Carlton exists. Mm. Plain and simple. Yeah, and Gold Coast, so no. Leave no. Gold Coast alone. Number one in the power rankings, bitch. Oh, don't... What are you sucking about Gold Coast for? They're the only team in the competition that are better than us right now. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, Jesus, you, you're pessimistic, aren't you? Well, will Herdy deliver them a wooden spoon? Mm, no, I don't think he'll be there that long for them to be that bad. No. Cookson? Not as sad as it is, he will avoid it. This one came from Jose, actually. Fuck off, Jose. Because this one up next, I think <laughs> yeah, from You Don't Know Jack. He has the bike come at the right time for Fremantle. They've been off the boil for the past two weeks. Probably, yes. Yeah. I would have preferred playing him before the bike. Yeah, maybe. You're going to get your head kicked in when you play them. <laughs> You're going to get your head kicked in if you don't shut up. Boy, who? Penal, protect him. See how he doesn't jump to your defence? <laughs> One-way street team. Has the bike come at the right time? Yes, it has, but I don't think it's going to make an impact on their flag chances because, as we've pointed out, they still have two games against St Kilda to come. So the slide will happen. They've got us in uh, in Tassie as well. They never win down there. That's three losses. This week on the Bay, and I'm going to go with Threat of the Week first, but we've telegraphed this a bit, and I don't think Threat of the Week is from the Bay this week. I think Threat of the Week is again from the main board because only Roby could deliver Gold Coast going to number one in the power rankings and the fucking carnage that produced from every idiot on the main board. That is fucking genius. It's beautiful. It is a bloody good thread. You know, he's a slow burn troll. Like, nobody's got any more beans left, but fuck it's funny. <laughs> Roby's a few beans short of a... Um, oh, no, actually not, because he's got an IQ of 170. <laughs> Does he have a 12% interest account, though? That's what I want. <laughs> fucking Eubank or whatever. <laughs> I liked Bigfooty ruined my marriage. That was a really good uh, That was a good threat. That was a very good threat. It was a good threat. I think if it had started a bit earlier in the week, would it could have challenged Roby. Vlog of the week. It was a competitive week this week. Oh, yeah, there was a lot going on. The professional. What a fucking idiot. <laughs> he got torn to shreds, didn't he? He did, indeed. I mean, fucking accusing everyone else of racism and deciding mm. to make a racist comment. Mm. It was a melt from the very first post. Like, you know, he had perfect ammunition to call North classless, which I'm sure we all love that opportunity, but instead he went full melt, and that can't be understated. There were tears from the word go there, and, you know, posters like short and royals they see that they smell that and it's like blood in the water to the sharks yeah he was a shithead and we need to kick him in the head yeah but there's a few others and does anyone want to nominate any of the others I would like to nominate Bigfooty's very own Rain Man slash American statistician being lethality oh how much do we hate him I like him I think he raises some good points oh shut up dickhead The match day chat thread was fucking bizarre. It's now becoming the cricket season two, where he'll continuously keep on arguing logic. So we'll have to enjoy him in football and cricket. Hopefully uh, cricket has its own equivalent of Jasney, who can just go in there and be like, yes, but Mitchell Stark isn't very good at cricket. or (laughs) And then he just doesn't know what to do. Yeah, Don Bradman, he was the Gary Ablett Jr. of cricket. He would shit. Oh, God. But who do we want to give it to then? Podge or professional? Professional. It's got to be the professional. It's got to be professional. Professional fucking Muppet. Yeah, leave Hodgepodge alone. Well, Suze has been in ripping form this week too, just quietly. Oh, hasn't she just? (sighs) North was Skyping her, if anyone didn't know, when Brad was injured. Oh, no. (laughs) No, 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 no. No, no. She knew how many times Brad texted the box. Last weekend because she had North Skype telling her. And she's back to the blue font. Oh, 
Jesus Christ. She's a fucking psycho. Anyway, last week's poll. Did North's Jumper convince you to go and see Jurassic World? Well, apparently a lot of people did because it made enough money to buy North about 600 times over. 10.8% said yes. 13.5% said no, they Northed it. 29.7% said no, but Hawthorne's Jumper convinced me to build on somewhere stinky like a tip. And 45.9% said Jack Watts isn't going in case he has another awkward moment. So yeah, let's go to next week. And we'll begin with... Thursday night. Thursday nights are back. I like Thursday nights, but we've had yeah, this discussion that's last a, year. It's a it's an early game, isn't it? Adelaide versus the Hawfies. At Adelaide Oval, the Crowville, but I think Hawthorne will win. Just clicking into gear now. What do you reckon, Final? We'll win. Not many injuries, if any. Almost a full strength list, and we'll be good enough to get it done. Suckling to dominate. Oh, suckling to dominate the VFL, hopefully, but we'll see. It would be very foolish of me to say something silly like, uh, I will do something if suckling isn't dropped so I, I won't <laughs> say that because it would be foolish Hawthorne just steamroll all over the cars oh yeah I've got to mention Dangerfield will have a stinker against his future club already playing for us Hawthorne. I'm going to go the Crows this one. You're not very good at tipping. Next. <coughs> he'll, change his, he'll change his mind on Thursday, then realise, oh shit, the game's already started. Thanks. Can you actually <laughs> he'll be stuck with the Crows. What's the weather like on Thursday, too? Oh, good question. Yeah, we need to know that. Oh, fuck the weather. No, it's gonna, important. <laughs> it's going to be cold and wet like teacher's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Just how you like it, Penal. I'm going to kick your fucking head in, Penal. <laughs> Richmond versus West Coast on the Friday. Where's this being played and what will the weather be like? It's at the MCG and who gives a fuck about the weather. No one is north, okay? The weather only matters when it's north. Tigers. Yeah, the premiership charge starts here. Yes, go you Tigers. <laughs> if, that, if that's the case, I'm going for West Coast. I think uh, Richmond will win. Vickery to 20 and 3. <laughs> Morgan, you, you are just the contrary woman. You know, you just, you just go against us because we're Maybe white. I'm just the voice of reason because you're fucking idiots. <laughs> She's uh, rebelling against the <laughs> patriarchal hegemony, so... All right, Jasney. Cookie, did you tip? I tip Richmond by 10 points. Are you Tigers? The next day at the MCG, Carlton play Port, so as long as Port aren't completely shit-house, this should hopefully be a good win for the X's. Yep. Carlton look rubbish, so Port... Portal smack and Portal ski. It's what they've done most of the year. Yep. Mm-hmm. Given Port's form, I'm not convinced that it'll be easy for them. I think Port will get up, but, like, it'll be close and Carlton could get up. Like, they almost got up against the Crows. And the Crows are better than Port this year so uh, anything could happen Port will win but it wouldn't surprise me if Carlton get really close because Port Adelaide knowing them will fuck it up for the X's I think that Port will win but still not convinced that they're better than North I think they're terrible but they'll beat Carlton are Port better than the Bulldogs no let's just move on North versus the Giants at Spotless Stadium it's going to be outdoors Giants to bounce back in this one because they're too young they're too fast for North no North will win Giants have no back Line. North have no forward line. Yeah, they're going to bring Magic Door in and he's going to kick a bag. Magic Doors. Magic Doors got flogged by Mason Cox on the weekend. Not good. Oh, wow. Not even Hampson got flogged by Mason Cox. Where is Hampson? Bring in Hampson. No, fuck off, Hampson. You're worse than Jose. Can you trade Hampson to Essendon so at least 
Dex. I was actually think I actually did consider that during the week when he got dropped. I thought it would be funny if we traded Hampson to Essendon because I was thinking we could trade him to Melbourne when Jamar went, but Essendon seems a better destination. That would be funny. Spreading the axes. But yeah, Giants are going to smash the almighty shit out of North. Mm-hmm. GWS. The mighty Giants. Dogs versus the Bryans down here. Does anyone give the Bryans a hope apart from perhaps Morgs? I'm not delusional. I just don't fucking like them. Oh, you don't like the Bryans either. Dogs will smack them. You fucking hate the Bryans more than anyone. You're bitter about the flags no, and I'm, I'm not bitter about anything. And... Any... No, not bitter. I'm over it. I don't care. She says as she proceeds to melt about Dane Beams in some other thread. You were really over Dane Beams four weeks ago when you were last on here, right? Uh-huh. That was my first opportunity to get it off my chest, and it was cathartic. I'm done now. All dogs for me. Dane Beams to 40 and 5, <laughs> and the Lions to win. <laughs> I, I would genuinely love that. <laughs> Hodgepodge's brain would explode. He would quit the bay for reals. I think the Bulldogs will win by about 12 goals and Tom Boyd will kick two goals and that'll be seen as a win. Agree. I'll, I'll go for the Dogs, but I would like to see Cookie's prediction come true and have the Bryans beat them. Cats versus Melbourne at the shithole. Melbourne are psychologically fucked after managing to piss away the game. Geelong are about to give them a good old-fashioned spanking for Boris Grishingo's 300th game. So The side of 186, I fear the memories will be still vivid and they'll beat them by probably 10 goals. I think Melbourne will win. No, fuck, I can't, I can't do it. I can't do it. Geelong will win. Sorry, guys. Geelong, by a mile. Yeah, we're done, you fucker. <laughs> we are Geelong, the greatest team of all. We are going to fucking cane these dickheads like you yeah, wouldn't believe. And uh, that will be us into the eight. All right. So, yeah, this was the podcast for round 12. Starburns joined by Penal. See you next week. Cookson. See ya. Teach. Adios, amigos. And Morgan Ashley. Ciao, bitches. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. You call us bitches. <laughs> Call me a bitch all the time. No, he calls Penal a bitch. He called me a bitch before. Tension. Envy. Well, you're acting like a bitch. <laughs> and you're acting like Penal's bitch. <laughs> Does he look like a bitch?